0: This is Milotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Milotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky
1: on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Welcome everyone to the Malotsky on Money podcast. My name is Lee Malotsky. We have with us Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky. Uh, good day. Good day to everyone. Good day. And uh, Mr. Tony Shore. Welcome, Tony.
0: Yeah, great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, I'm excited about this one, and it's always good to hang out with uh, the Malatsky boys online and on the show each week. You guys always provide helpful information, and we always have some fun as well. Um, First of all, Stan, I have to ask, what have you been up to? Are you having fun yet? I am having the time of my life. Awesome. (laughs) I'm ready
1: to break out into tune. Because uh, I've had the, the time, time, time of my life. Uh, and I never is there felt. a button that pushes off
0: or what? <laughs> mute. Okay, is there a mute button on Lee's mic?
1: I'm mute. Mute. I'm gonna do a couple I, of these today. Actually I think. that wasn't badly. In one of these one of these moods. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well it so, happens uh, from time to time. As the summer winds down and the fall is right around the corner. Right? Football season's not far away? if there's any games that anybody's going to play that'll
1: be exciting. Basketball's over in Philadelphia, hockey's still rolling. Times they are changing. And we still have ah. this thing called baseball. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The times they are
0: changing. That's another that. song, a little Bob Dylan. So we've already had uh let's <laughs> see uh a uh, Time, the time of my life that's bill medley and jennifer warrens from the dirty dancing wow soundtrack. look at you out of here my, yeah. wow. and that's I, that's well i know that because my daughter that's my daughter's favorite cd it's in her car cd player and that's all she listens to so uh but then now you've is brought she up driving Bob by Dylan. the way i'm sorry
1: is she driving
0: yeah my daughter she she's 17 she drives
1: god bless you god bless you. good yeah so that's her favorite cd so times they are changing and we're Ch-ch-ch-changes. Changes
0: Changes. by David Bowie. Ch-ch-changes. Yeah, that's David Bowie. And you know what? A friend of mine played keyboards on that song, by the way. Wow. Just a little FYI.
1: Very, very cool. Rick
0: Wakeman. Rick Wakeman, Wakeman, famous rock keyboard player from England, played with the band Yes. That's I was
1: going to say Anderson, Buford, Wakeman, and Hal.
0: Yep. And I know Rick. I've worked with him. I promoted some no of his kidding. music. And uh, every time he comes to the States, we hang out. He is so funny. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. That great English sense of humor. We will have to have him on our podcast.
1: Absolutely. We'll oh, he,
0: <laughs> he would be a great guest. I'll tell you what. There you go.
1: Well, we'll I. On I. One of my favorite shows of all time was Yes in the Round.
0: Yep. 1979?
1: Uh, 1979, I yep. would say so. Uh, that was yep. my
0: first time I saw him.
1: My first concert was, oh, I'm sorry, it was not. It was Genesis.
0: Oh, wow, that's another good one. Well, here, we got off the topic. We're on music. I'm sorry, but, you the know, music is cha- music is my life. Times they are a cha-
1: So, just a, a bit of a som- somber note, just our condolences to one of our favorite people in the world. She passed away just a week or so ago, Miss Stephanie Brown, one of our... Um, Cohorts throughout the country. She's married to was married to Tim Brown, another advisor. Yes, who one we of work our with and, one and, and, of our very very a, very dear friends. Yes, just a big loss to the world. Um,
2: yes, so. this show is dedicated to her. Yeah. With yeah. that in mind,
1: let me regroup here for a second. Uh, so times are changing. Love you, Steph. What so. should,
2: What should you be doing today, as an investor? Let's talk about that, Lee.
1: Sure, let's talk about what happened actually just this past week to, as things are changing, um, the theme of our our times they are changing, since 92 years ago, right? Yes. So one of the the Dow Jones Industrial Average is an average, a stock market average, made up of 30 stocks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Um, They just booted, a ninety-two-year-old member from the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Yes, indeed. So Exxon Mobil no longer a part of a well, part of history, but no longer a part of the Dow. Still a major um, company, but so when they when we talk about the Dow and the averages and markets, et cetera, Exxon Mobil will not be included in that conversation as far as the Dow is concerned. Um, only Chevron remains as part of the energy patch in the Dow. Um, other members of the Dow, we know most of these companies, Home Depot, Johnson & Johnson, Microsoft, well, who McDonald's.
2: We, who replaced Good, Exxon good question. Mobil.
1: So Nike, Goldman, Boeing, Disney, Verizon. Those are some of the components that make up the Dow and Walmart, of course. So as well as booting ExxonMobil from the Dow, they booted Pfizer, which I don't think should have happened. That's not my choice. And they booted Raytheon. But what's in is more... Today's technology world. So, Salesforce, CRM, Honeywell, and Amgen have been added to the Dow, replacing ExxonMobil, XOM, Pfizer, and Raytheon. That's a pretty, pretty bold yes, move it is. and a historic yeah. time yes. to be talking about the Dow. So, Dow's a little different than the other indices. Dow is a price weighted indice. So, the higher the price of the stock, the more weight it holds uh, as far as changes in the Dow. So if you have a $400 stock, that's a big weight, versus a $40 stock, much, much different a weight. So the weighted, it's called a weighted average. So the Dow will be less slanted toward technology because, as a matter of fact, not only will have things changed as far as taking out and adding components, but Apple, is doing a gym, gymnastics move. Yeah, they're gonna go backwards to go forwards. So they're gonna they're, they're gonna do a stop, split. Right. So what is it what does that mean? It merely is a price move. Then nothing to do with changing the company, nothing. Really, no effect whatsoever to the financials, nothing. But instead of buying Apple for four hundred dollars, you can buy Apple you'll be able to buy Apple for a hundred dollars a share. So yeah. what does that mean? So, Dow will be less slanted toward technology because Apple, its price will only be 100 instead of 400. Make up a lot less of the index of the Dow than, than it does today. Right now, acts unbelievable. Apple makes up 12% of the Dow. Because of its price. Because of its price. The split will reduce, obviously, its influence still, if you want, now, if you want to buy four shares, you can buy four shares for the price of one, um, that that it is today. You have the same number of shares. I'm sorry. You'll have the same Same value, same value. So if you buy, but it will not have that same value
2: when you're computing the movement of that stock, because it's one fourth of what its price is. Therefore it'll one fourth, the value of the performance within the Dow.
1: That's correct. Yes. So much, again, the heavyweights in the Dow.
2: And that's the reason that they're revising this and making it a little bit more conducive to what today's trends are. And that's why the companies that Lee has mentioned,
1: uh, which are. What's in? Salesforce, Amgen, Honeywell. What's out? ExxonMobil, Pfizer, Raytheon.
2: Companies that are large and uh, not as conducive to today's world. I don't know about the Pfizer one though. I'd be a little
1: reluctant if
2: I was the yeah. judge yeah. to remove that one. But that's yeah. another story for another day.
1: Did Pfizer get a major influx of governmental money recently, or not today? Or...
0: I believe they did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember and... reading that just recently, and you know, it's weird though, guys. They, these companies now. Uh, I heard, like, the smallest, the, the Dow hits, an or, you know, the S&P 500 hits an all-time high, and out of the 500 companies, it's really only, like, 12. 10 of them. Yeah, yeah 10, 10 to 12, so It's only whatever. 10 of them that are actually uh, showing a profit and doing well right now. Yes. And, of course, it's the usual suspects. It's Apple, Google, you know, right. Facebook. And Apple is has uh, hit uh, past, surpassed the $2 trillion mark value as a company.
1: So here's a silly question, the answer is easy. If they split it four for one, does that affect the two trillion dollar valuation? Obviously the answer's no, there's just more shares at a lower price. So if you owned a share of Apple, um, which almost everyone in the world owns Apple, whether they know it or not, if you own it in a mutual, if you have a mutual fund, uh, my hunch is big dollar bet, every single mutual fund.
2: Well, a lot of them do. You know, almost, most of them. How do, can I you would not? At this point, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Right. So you'll own four share. If you have one in there, now you have four. It'll be a hundred dollars instead of four hundred. That's the only difference. No effect, but it's easier. So now it's easier to trade. So some of these institutions that trade, some of these new brokerage entities that trade, now you can buy Apple. You can buy fractional shares of any stock out there. Well,
2: you could have anyway. I mean, it's all part of if you're into that robo-trading kind of thing, which very few people are fortunately, because at some point they will have their head handed to them, in <laughs> not very polite way, but it's all part of the trend that we are in today. And with the trend in today, one of the things that you should keep in the back of your mind, there are a lot of things that matter to investors and a few of them include economic growth, business cycle, inflation, interest rates, commodity prices, technological innovation, corporate earnings, geophysical events, elections, Fed policy, and new legislation. All these factors affect your portfolio in one way. And which of these factors can you actually control? And the answer is none. You cannot control any of those things, but you can control certain things when it comes time to putting money to use. What you wanna control is how much you can invest, how long you're gonna let it compound, what your asset allocation should be in conjunction with suggestions from your advisor, what your security selection should be, and what is your sell discipline as well as your investment costs, which are extremely important to know, and your taxes on interest, dividends, and capital gains. Which of those factors can you control? Well, you can control all of them. So the original question is, what should you be doing as an investor? You should invest as much as you reasonably can, as soon as you can, and leave it alone to compound as long as you can. You should have an asset allocation reflects your age, your experience, and primarily your risk tolerance and your time horizon. And for a copy of How to Determine Your Risk Tolerance, you should do what, Lee?
1: I'm gonna cede to Tony. Tony, what (laughs) should we do? Well, Drum roll, please, from Rick Wakeman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's a mm-hmm. keyboard player, first of all, Lee, but, uh <laughs> okay. But yes, uh, so uh, basically uh, you're asking, I mean, you, everybody has their own unique personal risk tolerance, right? Correct. Right. And so it varies from person to person. Correct. And I know that you guys have uh, tools that you use that our listeners can use to figure out what their own risk tolerance is, Right. And that was a, that was a long,
2: long way to get to the yeah. fact that they can get a copy, a complimentary copy yeah, of this right there. by calling 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M, or going to our
1: website, shmfinancial.com, shmfinancial.com. But wait, Punch guys, on.
0: but Stan, wait, uh, you guys can be long-winded with your answers that's for so sure. So I get... <laughs> I give true. me a little slack on that one.
2: <laughs> I will certainly do that. Yes. <laughs> right.
0: But yeah, I, I was just trying to get to the point. I just wanted to reiterate for the listeners that right. that's... as we went through the whole drum roll versus keyboard <laughs> player uh, right. uh, faux pas. So... Uh, <laughs> Leo Does he play like
1: a Moog synthesizer? Is that what he plays?
0: Yeah, he played a lot of Moog synthesizers. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of what he was known for. So uh, and classical piano. I mean, the guy's a classically trained pianist and organ player as well. So, wow. Yeah. But anyway, close to the that's, edge. Close, uh, you could get to me sidetracked so. for days on that. But <laughs> risk. That's okay. But managing risk is what you guys are talking about, and I know you use the color of money and the Color of Money Risk Analysis, which is available on your website, and that's what Stan, you're trying to tell our listeners about. And there's exactly. no cost or obligation <laughs> to do this and to set up an appointment to come in and look at what that score means and how it, how it really ties into where you're actually at with your investments, right?
2: Exactly right. You know, just because your risk profile says A, B, or C, you may think that some of the things that you have and are invested in have no risk, and our job is to look at that and say, well, wait a minute, maybe that does have a little bit of risk if interest rates go up or down and you're in bonds that have that kind of a situation, and that's all part of the program.
1: So let's talk about something that doesn't have any risk, but we always forget about um, you know safe, secure instruments that are out there that are available today. Very simply, we've had a lot of interest lately in just fixed deposits. A little yeah. higher interest rate than normal. Nothing in getting nothing in the bank. Um, we have some money sitting in the bank idly, but I, it's not worth the. Well, you need you, know, sir,
2: you need some reserves. We have some or, cash
1: just sitting around, but it's it's not working.
2: Well, sometimes people have more in reserves reserves, than they need in reserves. If you can park your money in these things that we're talking about, oh, and still have access to this money, and it's still earning money for you in a tax deferred basis for as long as you leave it there. And when you go to get it, then you pay the tax obligation. It's a much better way to plan. And there are some specific things that, Lee, why don't you tell tell them about a couple of different things that we've been doing for clients over the last couple of weeks or months?
1: Yeah. So lately the interest rates have been, obviously they're down in the dumps. They're negative throughout the world. They're very extremely low here in this country, but we have to be aware of the inflationary factor. You know, earnings, if, you, if you're earning, even if you can earn 3%, you're paying a, one of the 3% in taxes, and after inflation, you're, I think you're kind of behind the eight ball. So you need to be aware of instruments that are available in the planning strategy. Some oh. of the strategies that we use combat inflation. So a specific one or two would be a good example right now. So one, one we use a whole, a whole bunch of strategies, a dividend-paying portfolio,
2: simple thing that we've been doing in the last couple of weeks or so clients that want no risk, which is what we're talking about when an interest rate of X and if possible, not have pay interest on that return. So the interest that they can get in this particular program is what?
1: Well, they could have, uh, it's, oh, it's, uh, currently it's 3.5% fixed for a year. Okay. With a minimum of 2%. years two, three, four, five, and six.
2: Right, and again, this there's no tax on this money until you elect to take the money out, and then it's taxable as ordinary income. And the principle is not at risk. It does not fluctuate in value like a bond would, or a stock would.
1: So plain it's, vanilla, it's an alternative to today's low-yielding CDs.
2: It's, it's a perfect alternative to someone who wants to park money into a fixed, guaranteed product where they have no tax obligations and have a decent overall return and access to the money if they need it before that six-year period.
1: Again, I want to sing that song to change in, but those rates change all the time.
2: Well, that's that's the rates as of today, uh, August 24th. So it could be much higher or they could be lower depending on.
1: But that's something to consider as, so I just spoke with a gentleman yesterday sitting on about, for something in cash, a whole bunch of CDs came due, doesn't know what to
2: do. For something, meaning 400,000. Yes, 4,
1: 400,000. Right. <laughs> so sitting there trying to figure out what he wants to do. Um, spoke briefly yesterday. Anyway, bottom line, I think we're gonna do about two 200. Um, he'll pick up 3.5% on two hundred seven grand, versus right. .02 sitting at whatever and institution it, he's in. but he still has 200 cash.
2: Yes. Well, it could be, I mean, you don't have to use that kind of money too. You could do a $10,000 deposit or a $25,000 deposit. It could be uh, different sizes for different people, different amounts for different people based on their total assets and which portion of that money they want in things that have no risk. And if they want risk, then we can go to the standard and poor index. We can go to the individual companies. We can go to the Teledocs and the Zooms and all these exciting things that are in the marketplace today. There are more exciting things being presented as we speak than what we have normally been accustomed to. Should you be involved in them? Again, it depends on what, Lee? Depends on your what?
1: Tolerance for risk.
2: Exactly right, and how much risk you want to take based on where you are in the cycle of your investing process that you can control. And the idea is to keep looking at what you have, where you want to go and where you've been, but more important, where you want to go going forward.
1: Sounds like a chapter in a book.
2: It is. I think, I think I'm going to go back to the book that we wrote, Exit Strategies for a Secure Retirement, where we, have different chapters pertaining to these different things. So.
1: Tony, have you read the book? Of course he has.
0: Yes, I have read the book.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) And by the
0: book, I assume you mean the Bible. I no, uh, you're talking about. (laughs) I've read that too, but yes. You have. Fantastic. You're more
1: well-rounded than I thought.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm very uh, (laughs) well-rounded physically and uh, intellectually. (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, but this is an important topic and I know it's really, I mean, the markets have been crazy. I mean, who knew right now with everything going on and unemployment actually went up again a little bit, but yet the stock market hit new highs. Well, so S&P
1: 500, I'm sorry, S&P 500, new high. Uh, NASDAQ or the um, more technology area, new high. Dow still a little lagging.
0: Not much though.
1: Uh, just 4% off, 4.5% off its peak. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. It didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: No, but that's yes. all. That's all I was but, saying. It's just the market volatility right. uh, and all the strange things that are coinciding right now. It's it's a, really makes it ideal to reevaluate your finances and possibly reallocate. Look at your risk tolerance. Look at where you're at, and really make sure you're prepared for the next market downturn. And also take advantage of low tax rates. Things like that, right?
1: Absolutely. No question
2: about it. And let us not forget that come November, there is this thing called a presidential election. And depending on who wins and who wins, which party in the Senate, which party in the House of Representatives, as well as the presidency, is going to have a determination on what tax structure is going to be, as well as a multitude of other things. And there are some excellent reports that we'll make available to whoever wants to call and request them, determining what combinations of different things make the most sense, depending on who wins and which companies will be affected adversely and which companies will be affected positively. That's all part of the planning process.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, you know what, guys? We're almost out of time. But uh, one more time before we go, let our listeners know where they can go to take that risk tolerance uh, test and let them know how to get a hold of you to set up the complimentary consultation.
1: 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y, S-H-M, 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y, S-H-M, or S-H-M-Financial.com, shm S-H-M-financial.com. Right. anytime you wish.
0: That's great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Malotsky on Money with our hosts, Lee and Stan Malotsky. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky.com. Tax Advisory Group and the SHM Financial Group are not
1: affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.